here has to gather again. Uh, if I think about them, I just get so excited. And I want to share all of that with you this morning. Um, it serves as reminders of what God has been doing, of what God has told us, of what we are busy with, um, and the things that we look forward to. So I'm going to share that. I'm going to start by first quickly showing you some of the um, results of our ICM survey. That um, Some of you have even asked me if I can please send you the results because you know that I have them by now. Um, so I want to do you guys just an overview of it. Um, there are some things to look at, some encouraging things and some very real things. Because 2020 was a very real year. In no sense was it a normal year. Um, so we do the survey um, once a year and then we just see what happened. We see what God has done, what has happened in the community, what's happened in our hearts. And the, the I stands for intimacy with God, the C for community, our community life, and the M for mission and our missional life. So it's definitely not a perfect measure, um, but it is quite a nice one to use. So um, I'm going to share that with you, and then I'm going to share with you a lot of stuff that I'm so excited about. And I, I'm trusting God that it would stir in your heart um, some of that same excitement. So, overall, the results, if you combine the ICE and the C and the M, um, we saw a, uh, if you can go to that slide low, we saw the first time we did it, 64, the year after that, or one year past, 69, and now it's a 67. So, there was a slight drop um, in that score, and uh, I think... If you look at what happened in 2020 and you look at some of the questions that was asked, it seemed um, it isn't that disappointing that it happened. It seemed that that. So let's see what happened and um, where that comes from. So uh, very encouraging. It went up 3%. Um, up 5%. Like a little, a little stairway to heaven. Um, closer to Jesus all the more and that's that's amazing because that's been one of the main things that we've been contending for is that everyone would take hold of their personal walk with God um, so that's been super exciting um, some of the biggest winners there those are the specific questions that has uh, seen the biggest uh, growth so nine percent more and last year it was six percent more I spent more time with him than with any other individual um, Anyone who would say that has to be a fanatical Jesus lover. So it's uh, amazing that we do have fanatical Jesus people here. Um, and then 6% up on last year was 4% up. I have a discipline of spending daily or almost daily quiet time, of making time where I spend with him daily. Um, that's super encouraging for me. Those that known me for a while know that I do. Um, I, I do believe in the value of that a lot. And 3% up, and last year was 9% up, I boldly enter his presence anywhere at any time. So that little stairway to heaven is really exciting for me and amazing to see, and I want to encourage you guys to keep on at it because we're building a foundation. If, if we would have been so missional, but our intimacy with God would have tanked, it wouldn't have been that sustainable. So it's good to see that we're building in the right space to start with. 
um, next time you must all get some of those masks with the permanent smile on. That at least, I mean, it's, you can do thumbs up, yeah, yeah. But, but not everyone is as charismatic as you, Simon. So, he's Afrikaans means uh, uh. Then, on community, I mean, how difficult was it to engage as a community last year? So, we saw a 3% down on last year's 8% up. Um, so, it's better than what it was in Jan 2019, but a little bit down from where it was. And I thank God for this, because of what I've heard in a lot of churches where there's been a complete disconnect. Um, so, I'm, I'm really thankful for where we're at with regards to this. We saw minus 7%, and last year was plus 6 on I love serving at church. Um, maybe some of you just felt, well, I didn't. I don't know. I would just... I would like to just ascribe it to that. Um, minus 6% last year was plus 10%. I feel a part of this church. Um, now, that's a very real one um, because what, 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 uh, what has happened last year and the way the church has been, we must be honest and say, well, it did actually have an impact on the way we look at church, the way we look at ourselves, the way we relate with others. It, it's been hard to feel as part as what it was. Um, it's been harder than what it was. And uh, that's a real thing. And then minus 6% and plus 5%, I deeply love the church of God. Now, that's hard for a church leader to look at something like that and to see that went slightly down, but it's real. And that's awesome because we, we know that. I mean, you can live in la-la land and think everything is like this or that, but you just look at it and say, okay, so let's, let's trust God. God for this, um, the, that the momentum, the quite rapid growth in that first year, we would once again work on this year in being a family on a mission. So mission went down 2%, last year it went up by 4%. Now mission was quite difficult because we couldn't get out of the borders, we couldn't get into the hospitals, we couldn't do a lot of the things we usually do. Alice couldn't reach out on Friday nights always. <laughs> um, so, missionally, um, uh, yeah, she got arrested four times, thrown into prison twice. She got, um, she got 40 minus one three times, um, but they're, they're still going. Um, but um, it's been hard to do this. So, I make an effort to support a go on missions. Um, We'd really trust in God that we'd be able to go on missions. Um, and that would be one of the reasons that I would immediately get vaccinated if that would allow me to actually go on a mission. If that would be the hindrance, I would definitely do that um, to get out there because I think it might be, but we need to go. Um, so uh, there's uh, a lot of stuff on our hearts for this year. As it was for last year, we had three mission teams ready to go, and then lockdown happened. Minus 8% on plus 3%, I regularly pray for the salvation of lost people. Um, you need to pray for the salvation of lost people. And minus 6% on plus 5%, I regularly share the gospel as part of my daily life. 
um, it probably was less feasible on the Zoom calls that you had with your colleagues. But it's been, it's been hard. Like Go Groups has been hard. A lot of the things has been hard. And it's real to see that it, it didn't take a massive dip, but it was definitely not easy going in terms of mission. So um, we're trusting God that he would redeem a lot of those things in the year to come. All right, so that's a bit of the feedback of the survey. Um, and uh, now I want to share with you some things that I'm really excited about, some, some stuff that I think is going to be really awesome. So I, I, I am very excited about 2021. Reasons being, first of all, I heard God speak to me about 2021. At the end of last year, I asked him, Lord, so what is the, <laughs> what's the word for the year? What's the theme for the year? You know, that kind of a thing. And uh, I felt him smile at me and say, you know, the, my seasons don't always align with your calendar years. You know, it's good that you ask me and I do sometimes use them um, because it makes sense for you that I use them. But I don't always use them like that. And right now, and he spoke to me clearly, he said, the season is still the same for us as what it was end of last year. We're not going to announce a new season. We're not going to move into a new season. We're going to take heed of what he has said. um, And we're going to refine and obey what he said and move into that all the more. Um, And I was refreshed by that because the last two years has been change management in our congregation and the fact that you guys are all here is a wonder and a miracle and it's amazing and I want to thank you for that because it's not been it's not been easy I mean two years ago um, there was a leadership change and we came in and um, a lot of stuff changed the services changed to morning only then um, we had to look for another venue. Then the coronavirus, it was like in, in the corona, every time that um, Siddle would speak, I'd be sitting there and thinking, okay, cool, so how does this not change everything again? Um, and then he would plan for the next two months, and then next week he would say something else. Or then they would interpret the law in that way. Um, so it's been, uh, we were quite depleted by the end of last year, but I do want to say thank you to you guys for enduring two years of change and hearing from the Lord that he's saying hold what I have given you now and make that beautiful is very encouraging to me <laughs> because I don't want to do more new stuff and we haven't done the old stuff even all right so we're going to trust God for the fulfillment of what he has said um, and walk out this season the season is a collective. All of us have our own ones that we go through. The one I refer to is as a collective that we are also part of. Um, he, the other word he gave me sometime this year, I wasn't praying for the church in that instance really. I was just having quiet time and I felt him just clearly say to me, I am busy breathing new life into the congregation. And then I say, thank you, Jesus, that you build your church. And thank you, Jesus, that you are the Savior. And thank you that you say that you're breathing new life into us. Because then it will happen. So receive it. When the wind blows, remind yourself and breathe it in. And smile. And see what he does. Um, I also felt him 
say to me, um, I can't remember the exact words, I wrote it down, but I also felt him say to me that this year will exceed your expectations. You, you wouldn't have seen it coming the way it is. If you, if you look back, um, you are going to be very pleasantly surprised by how this year played out, in a sense. That was the essence of the word. And so it's a year that's not planable because you don't know what's going to happen next week. You don't know what they're going to say next week. You don't know what we're going to be able to do next week, what we're not going to be able to do next week. So we can't plan a camp or a, or a course or a whatever. It's a lot of energy, and then you have to move and retract and da-da-da-da-da. So it's, it's such a fragile time and a vulnerable time for me to just hand it over to the Lord and say, okay, cool, you know, so you do something. And whatever you tell me, to do that, I'll try to do, but I can't really see too far ahead um, right now. And that's amazing, because he's saying he's going to do stuff. Thank you, Jesus. And um, yeah, I just got the sense that we have put, a, we've, we've already put most of the furniture in the house. Now we need to put them exactly where they need to be. Are you with me? So I'm excited about what God has said this year. I am very excited about corporate worship and about God encounters in that. We've missed out on that. And we need to go big on that. Corporate worship, meeting with God, you and God in that space. Some things happen in that space that... In my experience, in my life, it just doesn't happen anywhere else. It happens there when the whole body represented is there looking at him and he meets us each um, in our own way right there. And we often re- <laughs> resort to a um, pool of tears or whatever. And it's there where you receive your, um, the callings, where you receive healing, where you, you, you just know that you're loved and you hear his voice. Um, so I've got an expectation for that, and uh, there are maybe one or two things that we would like to just do to in, in, enhance that or just focus on that. Uh, another one that, I, that the Lord is highlighting is divine healing. I'm currently reading a book on it also by uh, Andrew Murray. Andrew Murray was a enige domini, man. Enige kerk domini. Yes, my ou. He writes on healing like no charismatic guy ever. And he adds the, 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 the harder words in there. It's incredible. Um, and I picked up that book because the Lord was busy with me on that journey because I've been backsliding with regards to trusting for healing. It's something that I've walked in a lot when I was a bit younger. And I've, you know, you can, you, someone said the other day, you can... You can mature in the Lord to the extent that you become so fruitless because your childless faith just goes out the window and you just tick all the boxes, you know. Um, and you're too scared to just be a child that uh, try it out every now and again and just really trust your Father for amazing things. So it's trust God for miracles because you know how these things work. Once we see one or two or three, then the next thing you know it's a wave because it stirs everybody everyone's faith. Um, Aubrey has received quite a cool healing this last while because we 
started contending for that. Um, so that's something that's going to happen. Just imagine corporate worships and healings. I mean, I'm sounding more and more like a charismatic preacher, which um, I am sometimes. But I wouldn't like to fit that box completely. Then some more things. There's quite a few slides like these, all right? So receive from me, hear what I'm saying, see where you might slot into this, where where God wants to move you to and um, work with you. But I'm definitely sharing this so that you know that we're on the same page with regards to what the things we're thinking about um, and um, what we're excited about. So I'm I'm excited for you guys and myself to grow in what we call gospel fluency, and let's add supernatural evangelism in there, a way to explain the love of God, the, a way to explain the gospel to anyone in any circumstance, a way in which you would know it so well that you'd be able to approach it from any angle and deliver it in love at, to anyone, where it's not this formula that you... You know, if you, if you think gospel, you think one, two, three, four, um, and then you you just dump that because that's often why we don't do it. But to grow in that fluency, where we could share that with a conviction um, and uh, supernatural evangelism. If you add some supernatural evangelism to that, and you, we can start to see people coming in because God healed them, and you had a word of knowledge for them. You opened the door because the biggest door in the city that's closed is if you mention God or Jesus then there's a smile and there is no God or Jesus and then the conversation's over because then you need to go into an, you can go into an argument but you usually don't even if you win the argument you, also, you don't necessarily win it's not a bad thing but if you can have a word of knowledge for that person or that person can receive healing and all of a sudden the boxes the doors are open there might be a God and then we're in, right? And so, so the end of it is I'm, I'm, I'm foreseeing that this year we will have quite a few more baptisms. So um, pools, your pool, just keep it more or less ready. Suzanne, where's your pool? Keep it more or less ready. I've tried to help Suzanne to get their pool ready before we had to do some baptisms last year. But, I mean, if you're now going to die and resurrect, the water doesn't have to be clean, does it? So, we had one friend who said, um, when we baptized him, me and Louis Scott, I heard Louis quite sick this morning, so be healed, Louis, in Jesus' name. But me and Louis baptized this friend of ours, I think, 10 years ago. And he said we should take him under, and then he'll breathe out all his air. And then, because he wants to let go of his old life in that way, or whatever, and then he will squeeze our hands when he's done and his um, parents were looking they were there they were not supportive of his decision to get baptized and um, they didn't know about his idea so (laughs) everyone else because there was quite a lot of baptism everyone was just being baptized and then he went under and we just kept him there for like 30 seconds and I could see his mother is like what what is going on (laughs) but anyway they are um, still really um, passionately following Jesus. So think back about your own baptism and trust God that we'd see some more in the water, right? And then something that I am 
super excited about is part of being family on a mission, part of what we believe God is um, wanting to do with church and that is to say, rather than the church as an institution having a vision and you being called to partake of the vision, saying, what did God give you? What is your mission? And how can we as the church serve that? And how can you help to serve those around you? Because if we would do that, we'd see a hundred of visions flourishing rather than all of us trying to do our little piece to just accomplish whatever I feel is my vision, which has been the way it is. And to, to, to explain to you just a little bit of what I've sensed from the Lord in this regard is most of us that has come from a more traditional background, that was God. He, he was moving in those, in those days, and beautiful stuff happened there. But he moves from glory to glory. And there was, a, there was a time where in the more traditional churches where there wasn't clear vision, there wasn't clear um, uh, kingdom purpose. Everyone would just live their life and go to church also. But there wasn't a kingdom urgency. And then God used great visionaries to create kingdom vision that people would see and long for and go towards and become a part of. And that was God. And most of us know churches like that and Shofar is, was, used to be, is still a church like that. But what, what I believe is part of this move that we've been speaking of since last year is that now that this kingdom urgency has been birthed in church, it must now be birthed in every individual's life, own life. Their whole life. So that your whole life makes kingdom sense and that it's nothing else than that. And that the work of the church is to support you in doing that. And your work in church is to support everyone else in doing that. Because then the church mission is the sum of its members. Which is exactly what it should be. And then we'll see amazing, we'll see amazing stuff. Especially in our congregation here. Because we've got... You guys are incredible there's a lot of you I always said leaders meeting there's a lot of you guys who could do exactly what I do but I can't do what you do so we're excited about supporting you to find your mission whether that's in a career for some of you it is whether that's as an entrepreneur for some of you that is whether it's as a parent or in parenting for some of you that is and whether that's finding a ministry or an NGO with your career without only in a ministry only an NGO whatever it is whatever it looks like I'm trusting God that we'd find that and that we would dedicate our lives to seeking first the kingdom and we want to be there to know and support you in that and we want everyone to know and support in that because I know that Lowe is really passionate about training up developers and discipling them as they go. I know that Gerda is very passionate about um, counseling and actually, actually studying towards that. 
currently. I know Quibus is very passionate about ensuring that people get access to knowledge. I know that Christian is very passionate about employment in our nation. I know that Johan is very passionate about forging kingdom business partnerships. I know that Lisa is very passionate about politics. Lisa for president. I know that Stefani is very passionate about intercession. I know that Aubrey is very passionate about the youth and our schools. I know that Jeannie is very passionate about worship and facilitating God's presence. I know that Byron is very passionate about seeing uh, justice and restitution in our nation. I know that Fred and Almery are really passionate about seeing marriages flourish. I know that Renelle is really passionate about facilitating healing through music. I know that Giope and Nancy are very passionate about seeing people experience the glory of God in creation. I know that Jakob Blom is really passionate about studying the word and about teaching it accurately. I know that Jana is very passionate about social justice and inclusion. I know that Andre is very passionate about to see the kingdom coming in Portugal. I know that Simon is very passionate about authentic discipleship and community. I know that Jandri is very passionate about people getting to know their true identity in, in Christ. Some of you knew of some of these things, but not all of us knew of all of this. And there's so many more because all of us have them. And it should almost, in a sense, be on some, on some whiteboard with everybody being on board with, with this. That wasn't intentional. I wouldn't have done it if it was because it's not that good. I'm very passionate about making puns <laughs> and facilitating the joy of the Lord and my own humiliation. We want to see that. I hope that makes sense to you, that some of our missions, we must support that. So when me and you have a meeting, I don't want you to think, okay, cool, I must get into my church box now. I want to get into your box. Now, and not only me, I'm super excited about Frisbee. Again, hallelujah, I had to miss it yesterday because I made a double booking, but I'm super excited about it. Um, and I might say, but that's not a church activity. Well, it's the church, in an, it's the church who, who does an activity, so then it's a church activity. Um, so just go and enjoy that. It's also one of our outreach services. I'm just joking. Um, I'm so excited about you visiting our new home. Yeah, it's beautiful, and God blessed us with it. Um, I'm, I'm pinching myself every now and again when I think about it, but it's, it's really awesome, and I want you guys to be there, and I trust you can soon all be there. Um, we do services of only f- only 50. We might fit you in there, but without social distancing. Homies, homie, homie Sundays and discipleship weekends. Homie Sundays has been really awesome in the sense that it really gives us a flexibility to um, to use our weekends. And uh, on the topic of discipleship, that we've we've been. Sp- 
speaking about a lot last year. I want you guys to make use of the opportunity. I want you guys to make use of Homey Sunday weekend. Is go away for the weekend. Go away for that weekend. Go away with some friends if you want. Go away with some church friend or some unbelieving friends or whatever. And know that there is a there's an anchor on Sunday that we are going to plan around that that we're going to do and use that as a community builder. Use it as an outreach opportunity and gather around a meal, a message, and some ministry every last Sunday of the month. We're going to continue with that. We've got great feedback at the leaders' meeting also about that. So please do that. Um, we'll refine how it works all the more, but just go for it and invite people and be invited. Um, important to to say maybe one of the things that we one could see as a biblical function of church that we cannot facilitate on at our Sunday services is eating together around a, a table. Jesus was very intentional about that. And a lot of the stuff, a lot of the major things that he said and announced was always around the meal. It's a function of church that we should not neglect in our homes, sitting around a table having a meal together, because that's what family does. I am very excited about men's camp and family camp. We, we, we didn't have dates, and we, we don't know, but I mean, if I get half a chance, I'm going to book. I'm going to book it. And I'll let you know. It's, um, it's been a blessing every time that we've done something like that. Next slide. I'm, I'm really excited about initiative that's kind of happened organically in financing small businesses um, in uh, mostly members of our Kirundi community. We've found a way to really help the guys, especially in their Uber and... Um, Uber and delivery businesses. I mean, it's a small business. Every guy, every, every guy works on its own. On his own, most of the guys rent a vehicle from someone, and they pay them a lot of money. So now, out of our own church body serve account, we just buy them it, and they and they pay us back. No bank would ever borrow them anything, and it's a bit of a mess to coordinate all of it. But we can do that. So we're actually enabling a lot of guys to have their own motorcycles and their own cars. Um, and it's, it's been such a blessing to the community, and it will still be such a blessing to the community. So I'm asking that if you feel you've got, uh, you, you know, if, if you want to give somewhere that's really going to help, this can really help. And at the moment, we're... We're able to do about two or three at the same time, and then as they pay it back, we do some more. Um, but the more we could do, the more we could do. So if you want to, um, if you do want to really make a difference, this is really somewhere where you could make a difference, and it's going to work. It's working. All right. Um, we want to do the same. We'll do the same with any other business opportunities that are being presented. It makes a lot of sense to do it in that way. Um, then, very excited about the Kingdom Hub and about the 
uh, about the co-working space to make this more, th- not to say this is a church, but to have it as a hub. Uh, we are four different churches here, and it's awesome. So please come, even if you just want to check out the co-working space and work here for a day or two, and come and do that and see if it's lacquer. Um, there's Jacques said the prices we ask for the co-working space is actually what we should ask only for the uh, parking. Um, and then, but, I mean, the parking is included, so you will, you will have parking also. He's a businessman. Uh, and I'm super excited about international missions and missionaries. If I say missionaries, now I've already said missions, where we want to go, I want to go as soon as I can go, I want to go, and um, there are friends of ours, Dabri and Mina, they used to be the pastors at show for Port Elizabeth, and they are now moving to India full time in April, to the north of India, at the foothills of the Himalayas, most of you would remember Pastor Chuba, who was here f- from India, they are going to partner with him and his um, team, um, they've got three children, three small children and they're moving there. They are crazy. But praise God for them. They're they're really picking that thing up. And um, it's something, it's the exact same place that me and Renal also have in the past thought of going to maybe for longer terms and that's where we mostly go when we do go to India. So we're going to support them as a congregation monthly. Um, and if you know them or if you want to support them monthly also, please let us know um, and um, we will give you feedback on what they do because we'll probably also go there to support them in what they do. That's awesome. We haven't had that. And um, shucks. Okay, there's not much left. Are you, are you still with me? Okay. I'm super excited about fine-churning, no-go-go-flexi. You know what liturgy is? Liturgy is the way you do something in um, church mostly, your, your program. And the only good liturgy is a flexible liturgy. All right? So I want you to... So no-go small groups we receive from God, but we cannot fix it in such a way that it just doesn't work. But it's worked in most of the small groups, but in some of the small groups, it has not worked that well. And um, we want to, and we are going to have a meeting this week to ensure that our small group model is improved to the point where it's a rock star model for everyone. It has been quite good for most, and we're very excited about it. So help us make it better. Um, and then we, we are excited as the elders. We've also had discussions about the way we do our Sundays. Um, we want to do more, I don't want to call it series type things, but we want to steward the words that God give better than to rather just drop a big bomb on a Sunday and then the next Sunday drop an- another one and then you feel, well, I can't respond to all of that in um, two weeks. Um, so we want to find ways of working with words, of working them into hearts, of facilitating the things that God is doing in us through until they are to some extent done or at least imparted in us. Um, so there will be 
different ways that we would use. We would use facilitation type services. We would use worship and ministry type services um, and prayer services and preaching services and um, maybe one day we can just all walk out to the garden center and go and pray for a lot of um, people and come back services. Um, And I'm super excited about the intercession. It's growing. It's awesome. It's going to grow in number and in power. And this is my last slide now that I'm super excited about. Our Ishingero Christu, our Kirundi congregation that's meeting after the service, they want to let, they want me to let you know that it would be really awesome if some of you would um, want to stay behind at some stage, or rather sometimes join their service. They would love to have you there. Um, and if you would, they, I know want to even when they preach in Kirundi, they translate to English because they've got some other guys there who don't understand Kirundi, so they want to make it an internationally friendly service. And the guys are growing. They, are, they have lit, literally doubled during lockdown. Um, and it's amazing to see how the Lord's blessing them in the very difficult position that they are as refugees or as asylum seekers in our nation. So that's super cool. Um, I'm super excited about what I I've been referring to, well, at least to myself and to God about building a long-term equipping team. And as a strategy for us as a congregation, I want us to, I want you to ask God, what are you here for? Are you here, as many of us are, to pass through and to move on to somewhere where God wants to send you and use you? Because for those, we want to be a training school, we want to be a safe haven, and we want to be a launch pad. And then there are some of us that I believe the Lord is speaking to that's saying, this is home long, longer term. You need to be here. And I'm building on, on that group all the more to see who of us is, is God calling because we want to be able to receive, especially younger people, into our midst. And, and to have enough of a of a stable long-term group of people here who's going to raise their children in and around the city that can raise us up, that can raise, raise up and send out, or raise up and then have them become part of their family. So it's kind of, of a base church, so it's going to be long-term in which we receive and send. So ask God in that. I'm slowly but surely trying to build in that in the years to come. Now, this is a long-term thing, but I want you to know about it. Um, I'm trusting God for church planting strategy. Shofar, bigger shofar is aligning much of its resources and much of its activity to getting the focus back on planting churches. Um, and that's going to be really cool. So if you want if, if, if you don't have anything to do with your go group, try church planting. See if you, maybe you can plant the church. Um, I actually told Byron if his small group can multiply three times, then we can start the evening service in Seapoint. So, um, anyway. And then the last thing I want to say, or the second last thing I want to say, is that we are growing closer. I'm growing closer in connection with so many city churches, the ones that we are here with, but also others that we meet with. There are amazing people in the city contending for the kingdom of God. 
a bunch of small congregations like ours all over with a lot of passionate people who's really laying it down for the kingdom of God. And we're beginning to love each other and to support each other um, all the more. And that's very exciting for, for me to see where that can go. After we've done this joint thing, um, now there's been a similar joint initiative by Common Ground and Josh Jane where they saw us in every nation do this and they now share the same space also for a morning and evening service and work together more closely. And a lot of awesome things like that is happening. Um, so I hope this blessed you. Um, I wanted to bring you guys on the same on the same uh, the same pages where I'm at and I want to invite you into a dialogue regarding it. Um, but as I said, I, I don't want you hopping on my bus. I want to hop on your bus and hop on each other's buses. Like, do you know of Ruth's, Ruth's do you know of the app that Ruth is developing that's going to change the world? Do you know about it? You don't. Like, do you know that Quibus is changing the world. They've got thousands of cricketers in India that's using their platform as part of their, of their cricketing development. Like, there, there's so many things happening that we just haven't included, we just haven't celebrated it, we haven't recognized it, we haven't supported that it. it's just been happening. And it was the, it's the church doing it. So we want to invite all of you and all who we want to invite all of you, if I speak to an individual, I want to invite all of you into church and so that we can help each other to fulfill the mandate on our lives. Amen? And finally, they did let us know that it's not going to happen in February, but it will probably happen in March. So... Yeah, so that's the first little picture that they sent us. <laughs> she looks really cute. Um, we're going to adopt a little girl, if any one of you did not know that, and she's on her way, so I'm super excited about the fact that we're going to adopt a little girl. Yeah. All right, thank you for listening to all of this. I appreciate it. Um, I know it was a bit long, but uh, I want to... Pray for us. Maybe we could finish with one song so we can get the energy up and then have some, have some coffee. So um, I'll pray for us. We can stand and then I'll close the service for us. Father, thank you that you have been moving with us. Thank you that you have been faithful, God. And thank you, Father, even when we step out of the boat in faith and we completely lose our faith and we fall into the water that your hand is still there and it grabs us and it picks us up and it draws closer to you father even when we are faithless and we cry out father and thank you that you've been a god like that to us and yet you will be lord thank you for hope i thank you for vision i thank you that you are building your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it god and right now we just want to lift up your name in praise and give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and worship God.